In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Today is the third Sunday of Advent, which means that we are about halfway through this short season. And so I hope that you all have been taking opportunities to do some special things as you prepare for Christmas. We've got so many different things like written meditations and audio meditations. We've got special services. And if you find that the season has just kind of gotten away from you and things have been too busy and you've got too much on your mind, no, it's not too late. You can today, tomorrow, actually begin doing some things that can prepare your hearts and minds for Christmas in a new and unique way. This season of Advent is an opportunity for us to consider the way in which we prepare for the special moments like Christmas. And today, we get a gospel lesson that includes one of our favorite characters, John the Baptist, once again. Now, last week, we heard from John, and we heard John's fiery words about the brood of vipers, calling for a new kingdom of God and ushering in the person of Jesus. Now, I can poke fun at John with the best of them. John, with his camel hair and his eating bugs and his insulting language and all of that is something that can sometimes get in the way. But John the Baptist, although funny caricature, actually gets stuff done. And for that, I really appreciate him. And I bet that he sort of is that way for all of us. Like we are a group of people who like to get stuff done. We are doers. And so there's a lot in the Bible that can be poetic and pretty and all that good stuff. But then we get a character like John who actually hits the ground hard. And he might be weird, but at least he's moving the ball down the field. Now I'm a lot like that. I don't think that it's often that people have described me with the word slow. And so John is that kind of, that's our senior warden laughing out loud. John is that kind of person where he might not do everything quite right, but at least he's doing something. Which is why I'm totally sympathetic with John in today's gospel story. John is in prison. Surprise. John has made someone mad and so he gets put in prison. And he's wondering if Jesus is actually going to do the things that he thought Jesus was going to do. You see, John knew his purpose. John came out to pave the way for Jesus, to prepare the world for the Messiah. So he got all the people fired up, and he rattled all the cages, and he annoyed all of the leaders just in time to hand the baton off to his cousin Jesus. John wanted Jesus to take it and run John wanted to sit back and see the fireworks as Jesus turned the whole world upside down. But you see, Jesus isn't that guy. And John is now sitting in prison thinking he did everything that he was supposed to do, and yet Jesus is not doing all the stuff that he expected. And John's thinking, what? Are you actually the one? Because you see, John was convinced. John was so excited to be able to pave the way for the Messiah but John wanted the Messiah that Jerusalem wanted, that the Jewish people wanted, that Messiah that's modeled after David that was going to overthrow Rome and reset the world the way that they thought God meant it to be reset. John was so convinced that when he saw Jesus doing something different, he was confused. And so he sent his own disciples, his own students, to Jesus to say, was I wrong? Are you actually the one? Or was I doing this for someone else? 
Now, I think the idea of being disappointed with the way that God works in the world is something we know very well. Every week, truly every day, I'm in a situation where there's conflict of some kind because one person expects another person to do a certain thing. But that second person never intended to do that thing that the first person wanted them to do. And I talk to a lot of people who are in that situation regularly, over and over again, committees, guilds, project groups, and more. And there are people who make assumptions all the time. You remember what you were taught when you assume? People make assumptions all the time about what is right and what is wrong and what they think others should do. This happens all the time in small ways, like at work or in our families or in the community over and over again. Misunderstandings happen that can frustrate and disappoint us. And then there's kind of life in general with the more existential fears, like will your child get into the right school or will the doctor give you a bad diagnosis or will your friends actually like you if they knew who you truly were down deep on the inside? And then let's not even forget about the world. The world is constantly swirling all around us, wondering what's going to happen next, wondering why God let bad things happen in the first place. All of that can cascade and feel like so much pressure and weight. But we are here, you and I, we are here in this room today, which makes me think that we've got some kind of faith for some of us, it could be very mature, thoughtful faith. And for others, it could be just the seed of a little hope of something more. But regardless, we all have some kind of faith inside of us. And yet, we are still human. We're still just like John. And even though we have moments or even seasons where we can have great faith, we can often be disappointed and what we perceive as God working in the world in ways that we did not expect. We can think that we have it all together. We can think that we finally reached a point at which we figured out the real truth of God, like we got it. And then something happens to shove us or nudge us or make us shift. And then we think oh, we're challenged all over again after we thought we had figured out what God really wanted us to do. We can settle in with confidence that we have done good work till we reach a faithful conclusion. And then we are pushed off our center by something new or some person new or some opportunity that's new. And we can have to revisit what God wishes for us over and over again. That cycle can be exhausting. It can be exhausting to consider old questions again to feel like we have been in that hamster wheel before. But that turning and that questioning and that returning and re-questioning, that, that is the hard work of faith. We need to be about doing things, yes. Just like John the Baptist, we need to be about doing things, but we need to remain open to how those things are done and for what purposes so that we don't simply re represent the mess of the world, but instead we are open to what God really wants us to do and be in our world. What we do here at St. Michael is all about 
reflecting the true gospel of Christ in the world, but in ways that will change, in ways that will evolve, in ways that will continue to challenge each of us individually and corporately to genuinely be God's hands and feet in the world. In this Advent season, we are being called again to question the way we approach the world. We are being called again to sit with God. We are being called again to reflect and turn toward what God would have us do in the world. The hard work of faith is seeking after God, knowing that what we find might not be what we want to find or what we thought we would find or what we hope to find. But when we look beyond the signs that God puts in the world all around us, we will find a deep truth that passes all understanding that helps us live together in love and to share that love with everyone we meet. This is a chance for us to reimagine who we are, who we want to be, and what we do in the world with the confidence and the courage to know that we will never finish that job, but that every faithful step we take will help bring about God's kingdom in amazing ways. Amen.